After suffering their eighth straight loss and falling even further down in the standings is the season on the brink for the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, it depends on the view that you're taking, but there's good news, and we saw some hope in that loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's a very good thing that Trey Murphy is in the dunk contest too. I'll explain in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go! You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Monday, kicking off a week's worth of shows. We got a couple of different topics to talk about today. Is the season on the brink for New Orleans? You could say yes, you could say no. I'll give you my take on it. I want to look at that loss to the Milwaukee Bucks and what we saw from Kyra Lewis Jr. And then Trey Murphy announced to be in the dunk contest. That is the rundown of today's show. Tomorrow, we'll look at some more trade targets. Maybe Caruso comes up in that one. I think he probably will. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, the good, the bad. Where's the hope right now? How can they get off of this eight-game losing streak and get right back to where they want to be in the NBA standings. And today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepix.com promo code locked on. So let's get right into the kind of big topic of today's show. Is the season on the brink for New Orleans? If you go and look at the NBA standings right now, it doesn't paint a great picture for the Pelicans. They are now eighth so that's a little bit misleading, and I'll explain. Eighth in the Western Conference currently. They were first earlier, then they were second, then they were third for a while, and now all of a sudden, they're in the play-in tournament based off their record at 26 and 25. In their last 10 games, they are one in nine. They have lost eight straight. And when you look at the next two against the Denver Nuggets and then the Dallas Mavericks, it's not particularly great. You know, when is the Pelicans' next win coming, particularly when you also then have to face the Lakers at home when you have LeBron James gunning for the all-time scoring title? And given that he just set out a game or will be sitting out a game, he's going to need to make up a little bit of ground so you know he's going to go big against New Orleans. And the last thing you want to see is the Los Angeles Lakers. Speaking of the Lakers, the Pelicans right now are only up three games in the win column and two games in the loss column against them. It's not ideal. All of a sudden now, they're only two and a half games ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers, a team that we're all collectively making fun of for what their record was to start the year. It feels like New Orleans has fallen. It feels like it's time to panic. They're not top four in the West anymore, right? What's going on? They got to make a trade. They got to do something. And the answer to that is yes or no, depending on the outlook that you have with this. So, I did a show recently. If you haven't listened to it, please go give a listen to it right now. It's really important to factor in a lot of what is that. It's two Friday, not this past Friday, the Friday before. So it's under two weeks ago. And it's looking at the luxury tax concerns, the salary cap concerns around the New Orleans Pelicans if they were to make a big name trade or a trade that brings in a guy that makes a lot of money beyond this season. That's really important to factor in because this team will not pay the luxury tax 
One, maybe at all, or two, for a very long time. So kicking that can down the road, putting that off as long as possible, I think is important because once you're in there, well, if you're in there again, you need to duck the tax and that usually means trading away players, which likely for a small market team means trading away a good player that you could really use to save some bucks. I don't want to see this team end up in that situation, at least not yet, not before their title window has truly opened. So... When you look at this season and then factor in the long-term subsequent seasons too, no, they sh- probably shouldn't make a trade unless it's like the exact right thing and you can know you already have a plan for the salary. This is not make a trade and we'll figure it out later. That might mean breaking up part of this team or not re-signing a guy like Trey Murphy who's going to be in the dunk contest or someone else, letting someone walk because you can't afford him. That's not a great position to be in. That is not sustainable winning as they're trying to build here. So yes, you might be panicking about this season, wanting them to go for it, wanting them to make the most of this year, but if you want them to make the most of subsequent years, that might not be the best move. And so when I look at this team, I I factor that in. That's something that I think a lot about when projecting out trades and kind of looking at future years with with this squad. I also then think about how when they are healthy, they are really good. They're really good. They're top Six team in the NBA when they're fully healthy. They have a top five offense, a top five defense. They were number one in the Western Conference for a reason. They'll get healthy. They'll be okay. Unless you think they won't get healthy at all, in which case that's a bigger question and there's larger concerns there. But when you're not playing with CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson, or Brandon Ingram, you're going to lose some games. You're going to get killed by the Milwaukee Bucks who had Giannis play and he went for 50. So none of this surprises me. And I'd rather prioritize the long-term subsequent years over this year when they likely weren't going to win a title anyway. If you just get into the playoffs and you deal with it then, I can live with that, all things considered, because the injuries have, to an extent, derailed the year a little bit. But I don't feel it's like season on the brink because they're going to get healthy and they will be good when they are healthy. And I don't want to do anything that uh, that hurts, say, the next year or two. But if you're like, they got to do it this year, you're playing to win, you may as well go and compete, and there's nothing wrong with thinking that way either, then yeah, they should make a trade. They should make a trade. That one's, if you're looking at it only this season, they should make a trade to try and fix this. They should trade all of the picks, right? And things like that. And I went into those, why those picks to a team that's in the luxury tax is going to be really important too. So maybe you don't want to give too many of those up in that one show that I did. So I don't think the season's on the brink. They're a very good basketball team. There's just not much you can do when Zion's out, who's your main guy. When Brandon Ingram has come back and looked rusty. You know, he started off well against the Washington Wizards, but then shot four of 16 the rest of the way. You know, Jonas Valanciunas was ejected. Yeah, you're probably going to lose that game when that's the case. So all of this feels explainable, understandable, and I'm not ready to panic just yet because I'm looking more towards next year than I am at this year, though I do want them in the playoffs, certainly, and I'm not saying tank or anything like that. I didn't even say that last year either, like some were. I'm a big believer in go and compete and try and win basketball games. You're just hurt and injured. It makes sense to me. When they get healthy, don't forget, this team is still really good, so I don't think there's a need to panic. I don't think the season's on the brink. The season just is what it is, and it's unfortunately a little bit disappointing because of injuries right now. But there was a bright spot in that win, in that win, definitely not a win, in that loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, a game where they were getting killed at one point. Looked at that game and you go, finally, Kyra Lewis Jr. getting some minutes, playing well. 
Although Willie Green's comment about him after the game has me scratching my head a little bit. Let's break that down coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Tonight, I'm taking Luka Doncic to score more than 26.5 points, LeBron James to have more than 7.5 rebounds, Steph Curry to have more than 3.5 three-pointers made. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And I love it because it is that easy and it's just you versus the projected numbers. You're not playing against other players. Here's how it works. You pick two to six players and if they go score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against other people. You're just doing it against the projections that you see. Prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch. They're going to have the Super Bowl. They've got the NBA. Basically everything. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They offer safe and fast withdrawals, and they're currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, they will give you $50. Don't forget, enter promo code LOCKDOWN and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down every single thing you want to know about this Pelicans team. The good, the bad, the what we're looking for with the future, the long-term concerns luxury tax-wise that no one is talking about whatsoever. Breaking it all down here. Or some people have talked about it after I did the show. So, For your second listen, by the way, go check out Locked on Saints. Ross Jackson, the host who I saw this weekend, is in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. Boots on the ground coverage. Who the Saints going to take? Is there a QB that really would work for him? Because they need that. He's going to be covering it on the ground, live, in person, at the Senior Bowl. Subscribe to Locked on Saints. Make sure it's your second listen. So let's look at the game against the Milwaukee Bucks. A 135-110 just beat down. I don't really care about the result. Eight straight losses going into this one was going to make sense. And I kind of like what the Pelicans did. CJ McCollum has needed a rest. Has needed a rest. They gave him a rest. Against a tough opponent that you were likely going to lose to even fully healthy. Give the man a rest. Brandon Ingram not playing on the second night of back-to-backs, which is fine. That's sports science. You don't want him to overtax himself rest up. He hasn't played in two months. You know, two games in a row might be a little much for him. You don't want to put that toe through too much right off the bat. He says there's still pain with it. Playing two games in a row at this point, especially when you were going to lose, really probably isn't the right kind of move with that. Let him get right. This gives you a better chance to beat Denver where New Orleans has had some success or hopefully against the Dallas Mavericks too. So I think all of that was the right move. Basically punting this game, which means admittedly, there's not that many things to take away. The Bucks are good when they're fully healthy. Giannis is amazing. 50 points, 13 rebounds. He's fantastic. Drew Holiday, still good, right? 17 points, though not a good shooting night from him. They have some depth there with guys like Joe Ingles, Wesley Matthews, Chris Middleton, all of that, right? They, they know what they're doing. They're an established team, and they have one of the best players in the league. This was a tough game. But I liked what we saw from some players, and mainly three guys that I look at in this game, and I go, oh, yes. And maybe like another one, too, which might surprise you. So let's start with the biggest story here. It's Kyra Lewis Jr. getting almost 20, uh, 27 and a half minutes worth of action. This is a guy who has not played for a while with the Pelicans. They sent him down to the G League when they probably could have used him. And I've been saying, I want to see him out there on the court playing. 
And the reason I say that is not because I think he's the answer to the offensive issues that this Pelicans team has been struggling with recently. I don't know that. And I kind of doubt that to, to be honest with you. I didn't think he was turning a corner before he got hurt last year. But what they were doing wasn't working. Giving the minutes to Devontae Graham, who I actually think has played okay recently, wasn't working. The rotations they were running weren't working. No one was shooting enough threes, and you just had a bunch of zero offensive players out there able to do anything. You may as well put in a guy who has a different skill set than any of those players. Speed, the ability to get to the rim, and see what he gives you. If you're going to be a crappy three-point shooting team, and the Pelicans have been a crappy three-point shooting team... If you're not going to get to the basket, why not like just do something else? Someone with a discernible skill set that you can at least put in and see if he gives you anything. And guess what? He did against a Bucks team that's good defensively. Kyra Lewis Jr. off the bench did really well. 15 points on the night. Six rebounds. Three assists. Zero turnovers. He made a three. And he was also 7 of 11 overall. He was 6 of 8 on shots that weren't three-pointers. Yes, put some pressure on the rim. If if you know, if you're not going to make your threes, you may as well try and attack the rim and see if that go, you know, happens. Or just keep shooting more threes, but the Pelicans weren't doing that either. They weren't taking like a huge volume of them. Put someone else in and see what he gives you. And Kyra Lewis Jr. absolutely delivered for a team that just needs a spark of offense somewhere. It was almost coaching malpractice not to try Kyra Lewis Jr. I don't know if maybe Willie Green doesn't like what he gets from him defensively. I'm not going to read into any defense in this game. But it was time, and he absolutely delivered. This game was more valuable for him than any minute he had in the G League. Than 10 games in the G League. This was more valuable to him. After the game, when asked if he's you know, earned more minutes, Willie Green said that's something that we're going to look at. Maybe you don't want to like blow his head up and be like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to give him more minutes, but holy, I'm not going to swear. I almost did there. Don't like, don't not give him minutes, play him more. He, it's not even that he's deserved it. It's just, there's no other options on the team right now. And he probably has deserved it. Looking at this game, he should be playing more. It's that simple. See what it does. Like see what it does with Ingram out there, with CJ out there, run Kyra Lewis Jr. with those guys, with the second unit, and just give yourself a little bit more offense. Worst case is it doesn't work and you're in the same boat that you were in before. Trey Murphy in this one, we'll get more into him in the next segment. 16 points, four of six shooting. That's what you want to see from him. That's a good number. He should probably be taking like eight plus threes per game right now. I'll take six. I'll take making four of those. Absolutely. That's what you want to see from him. Take those shots. There was definitely some trepidation in him for a period of time when he was in a slump, but he saw those first two go in and really seemed like he got going from that and fed off of it. Want to see that from him. He's a good three-point shooter, keeps shooting threes, and now he gets to dunk, and we'll talk about that and why that's important for him as a player and for this team coming up in the next segment here too. Jose Alvarado liked what you saw from him getting to the line. Again, you need a guy to be aggressive to attack the basket. He gave that to you. He doesn't always do that. 
Sometimes he wants to shoot threes, but he has that kind of aggressive streak to him. Getting to the line eight times, that's important. 18 points, and he shot four of 12. That's a good performance. Made a couple of threes, which was three threes, three seven, which is great. Get to the line, do more of that. That's a way that you might be able to get some offense with him in the starting lineup right there. And then also shout out to Devontae Graham, two of four. He's been making his threes the past couple of games. That's a good thing for the most part, making his threes the past couple of games. That's a good thing because he's actually been decent defensively. So I liked what we saw from him. He was, the, I said, three guys. It was uh, Kyrie Lewis Jr., Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, and then like half other guy was Devontae Graham. Other than that, been this game, don't think about it, move on to the next one. Kind of as simple as that. Like there's just, you're overmatched. No one, you know, credit to the guys for going out and being pros and having to deal with all of that. So coming up next, let's look at Trey Murphy, who is going to be going to the NBA's dunk contest. That's really exciting. That's really fun. I'm looking forward to seeing him in there. Let's break that down. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. What? Meet with an expert who's going to do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress and uh, from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving, a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com and learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only, video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, the only place coming to you like this, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pels team completely free. A little bit of hope there with Kyra Lewis Jr., hoping we see more of him on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, the rest of the games for this Pelicans team. Yeah, exactly. All right. And oh, and we're going to be looking at trade targets in tomorrow's show. I'm tired. It's late. It was I, I watched that whole game so that y'all didn't have to. It's like the TurboTax ad, right? Listen to Locked On Pelicans so you don't have to watch some of these really rough Pelicans games right now. Um, I might use that in the open of, of tomorrow's show here. Tomorrow, we'll look at Alex Caruso and some other trade targets too if the Pelicans do want to end up making a move or even a smaller move. And I really like the idea of Caruso. I'll break down his game and everything you need to know about a potential trade for him in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans. So we're going to wrap up today's show. Trey Murphy in the NBA's dunk contest. This is something he's really wanted. We've talked to him before games and everything, and this is something that's been on his mind that he really wanted. And also credit to the Pelicans and their PR staff for really reaching out to the NBA early on in this process and like making that interest known, trying their best to help Trey Murphy get in there. And credit for to Trey for kind of showing he's more than just a three-point specialist, a three-point shooter, and throwing down some big dunks. I'll I'll be honest, I thought early on when there was this kind of campaign behind the scenes from him, from the team to get him into the dunk contest, that Trey was maybe overthinking things in the game a little bit too much. There was like a two-week period where he was just bricking dunk after dunk, right? He was trying to throw them down so hard that he was doing too much and missing the dunks when honestly a layup would have given you two points and instead he had a missed dunk and a transition opportunity for the opponent. But then he kind of settled down and just got into the natural rhythm and has been very aggressive recently and has been attacking the basket and it's led to those opportunities. Now, the Pelicans aren't great with lobs. They missed him on one in this game against the Bucks, but 
Hopefully he doesn't have to have a, a, one of the Pelicans be a lob thrower to him. He should not get any Pelicans to throw him a lob at all during the dunk contest. But I have no doubt that he's going to have some pretty cool tricks up his sleeve for this. So despite, you know, falling down in the standings, the Pelicans are well represented just so far at the All-Star break, at the All-Star game. Zion's penciled in as a starter. We'll see if he actually plays. Trey Murphy in the dunk contest. Getting that kind of representation tells you people pay attention to this team. That's what you wanted, right? You want people to know that this Pelicans team is good. Everyone thinks they're really, really good when they are healthy. When they are healthy. And that's maybe one of the reasons why you don't need to panic from this team right now. Or about this team right now. Because others look at them and go, oh man, I don't want to play them at all. And I love that. So well-represented there. And for Trey Murphy, I think this is great too. It does show an evolution of his game. You know, last season, Trey Murphy took 33% of his shots at the rim. This year, it's up to 40%. I like that. You want shots at the rim. You want three-pointers too. That I think has been great that he's added more to his game. That kind of attacking closeouts that are bad. Instead of pulling up and shooting the three, puts the ball in the court, drives to the basket, tries to throw it down. Been much more of a scoring threat that way for the Pelicans. You like to see that from him. He's getting to the free throw line a little bit more than he did last year. You like that number going up as well. So when you see all that he's doing, it shows growth in his game. And this gives him another opportunity to really showcase his talents. And when you have a guy in there doing this sort of thing, it kind of puts like a target on his back a little bit in games, right? You can't ignore, hopefully, the dunk contest champion or a dunk contest participant. Unless, you know, it's a guy who plays in the G League. So this is something that maybe pays dividends too. And this might be a bit of a reach as well. But this is something that could pay dividends too when Zion and everyone's healthy. When you put Trey out there, they're going to know who the hell that guy is. He was in the dunk contest. Maybe he won the dunk contest. That would be super cool. You know, having that guy out there makes it feel like he's more of a threat, more kind of on the opponent's radars if he's not already. And that's going to open things up for Zion, B.I., C.J., which is what we ultimately want to see. Everything works around those three, particularly around Zion. Trey, get it in there. Just a nice little bit of recognition gives us more of a reason to tune into All-Star Weekend, All-Star Break. It's going to be a lot of fun. Shows the Pels are a team that people realize are good, pay attention to, want to give kind of that credit to. And I like that it shows that Trey has grown his game too. And I hope he continues to do so even more because he's a key part for the Pelicans going forward with that long-term kind of outlook that I've been talking a lot about recently. So let me know down below. Are you panicking? Do you think the season's on the brink? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. Best way you can support the channel is by commenting. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'm back with you all tomorrow to look at some more trade targets.